Happening. I gotta turn my phones up. I got. I'm tweaking. Tweaking your cans. Some audio audio levels, just because. Again, it's a, a few complaints that it's a little audio is a little low. Normally we get complaints that I scream, but these complaints are the audio is a little low. But uh, hmm. yeah, we're back Thursday. Another Thursday, Squeezer. Ah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Bye. Yeah, so we're not late anymore. So now next week we'll be early. <laughs> so next week, uh, yeah, by all rights, we should be good to go, right? Oh, uh, baseball's back, so who the hell knows? Baseball's what's back, so it could be a late night. Yeah. Yeah. You had, you had an easy week. Uh, you didn't do. You were at the studio working all week, right? You get a lot done. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I got a decent amount done. Yeah. It's amazing when no one's around to bother you, what you can do. <laughs> hey. I mean, uh, I missed your guidance. Yeah, that's more like it. And your leadership. <laughs> yeah. I missed my giant three beer tanker from Movie Tower. There it is. Not sponsored. Some Sam Summers. Let's get those in here. Uh, we are in the. City. I swear he's making money off of this. We are in the city of Atlantic Squeezer on the coast oh. of New Jersey, Atlantic City. Is that out west? Uh, sure. Uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know my directions. It could be. Yeah. I drove the way Waze told me to, <laughs> and slowed down when it had a little cop icon. We made great time. I got. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, first time in my entire life I got to Philly and and through Philly in an hour and like ten minutes. It should and through. That's impressive. It should only take an hour for, to get to Philly from our our house. Should, yeah, but it's an hour where you just stop moving, and, and then start just kind of merging your way into it. Yeah, it had me avoid it through uh, Kelly Drive, and then I got on six seventy six, sat for a bit, crossed the Ben Franklin, right into New Jersey. Uh huh. Nice. Two hours to Atlantic City. Boom. That's not right. I, and it only took two hours Two hours to get home, too, Squeezer. That means it only took you an hour to drive across the state of New Jersey. Yeah? Yeah. It's not big. It's not big, but it's more than an hour. No. No. No, it's not. Well, depends. <laughs> but, you know, as the crow flies or the, you know, plane flies or the psychopath and a suv flies you know enchantress uh, had a scooter incident so we couldn't do much <laughs> swimming um she uh, fell off her scooter uh, her electric oh. scooter she wasn't driving though it was a standing still incident oh well yeah it's yeah uh, what, uh, what's that called uh, the the motion thing the uh, Inertia. Or whatever it is, you know. Inertia. Gravity. Or minutia, yeah. <laughs> inertia, inertia. Minutia, yeah. You're supposed to be the smart one. 
I'm supposed to be, but I'm not. Yeah, we took Iraq is t- texting in the group. Y- yeah, 76 is the always usually the quickest way unless if you're if you, if there's a lot of traffic, you can get to the the sports complex going 95 and Fishtown, which is what the cool kids call the area up by Penn's Landing by uh uh, the Delaware River, but we uh, we took seventy six we took seventy six Kelly Drive Squeezer. If you want to know my yeah. routes, because as you get older, yeah. talking routes is all you have to talk about. Oh, that's pretty much yeah. Like, oh, you're just bragging, and then you try to one up each other. Yeah, well, here's my route, and I'm only going the way Waze told me to, and then the way it took me ninety five the way home, and I was able to fly. Much to Enchantress grabbing the oh shit handle. Every time yeah. I tried to shoot it, the gap. Yeah. Yep. It's it it I had it uh or no, you you took your uh your personal yeah, vehicle, yeah, I'm guessing. Right, yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I broke the one in on your work vehicle nicely. I got some nice gro- nice grooves uh worked into it. Yeah, so we got back from Ben's Day pretty quick. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. My lord. Um, all right, I guess it's time. You're, to you're efficient with your time. To read some reviews. Uh, oh boy. I just checked them before the show. There's there's two. One's kind of just a. Sweet... Is it gonna hurt our feelings? Mine, mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead, read. Well, <laughs> first of all, from Paul on YouTube said, "Love the podcast, but the volume on the podcast and these videos is always way too low, even with my volume cranked up." All right, Paul, we're working on it. I'm, I'm trying to do things to get around. I'm try- I thought in, in Premiere I'm keeping the 12 dB, which is broadcast standard. But I'll try it. I don't know what Apple does after I upload it or Podbean. So I will try to get to the bottom of that. Broadcast standards? Yeah. It's the internet. Yeah. Then uh, I checked our uh, reviews. For- we got uh, two new ones. Um has become insufferable from LGA one two eight nine eight three seven. Went mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. and listened to some old episodes, and the difference is night and day. Used to be so fun to listen to. Now can't go thirty seconds without an obnoxious impression. That's a lie. You. It's probably that person it's, who hates me. It's thirty thirty five seconds. Yeah. No, D. Stroman cleared it up. He hasn't changed his. This seems like uh, yes, LGA. Come on, I'm not insufferable. I don't do an impression mm. every thirty seconds. Some in, you know what? And and fuck them. I'm still gonna do it. So <laughs> write all the reviews you want. <sighs> you could nice stop. Try. You could stop paying for the show. You like them too. I don't want to hear you. Mm. Now you're gonna turn on yes, me. Sir. No, I, I just, there's one I'm not fond of, that's all. It's because you can't, when you, you freeze up every time I talk to him, bring him uh, up. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I show up and I, I hide, <laughs> as I would in real life. <laughs> oh, well, he's still going to come out. Well, not every week, oh, not every week. Uh, then Mick Smiley Official uh re- did a new one happy birthday in Trancerous. <laughs> so yes happy birthday it was her birthday uh, nice Wednesday. oh yes happy birthday yes you got a birthday coming up yeah uh oh shit i gotta renew my driver's license 
I guess I know what I'm doing first thing in the morning. Yeah, well, your birthday is what? The uh, 24th? Today. It's today? No. It's uh, a week from today. 22nd. Right. 22nd, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Meredith. Oh yeah, we forgot. We forgot right? to even thank you. The we for oh, thank you. We forgot to do the birthday shtick at midnight last week. Yeah, I know. I know. We were even setting it up too, and we then we set just it up didn't and do it. She completely blew right past it. Yep. Did you realize it? Or we just we were on a roll. We were yeah. we were providing some quality content. There's no, no reason to, to just it. you know pull they back all... the reins and. They all hate me anyway, so I, I I'm learning something from I'm reading I started reading Ready Player Two at uh, uh, at the beach, and mm-hmm. the main character Wade Watts talks about how he's on a social media uh, uh, self-imposed ban. He's talking with this therapist, who is a hologram of of uh, Robin Williams from the movie um, Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> it's really healthy therapy. But hmm. he's saying how he learned that he just really makes a poignant statement about social media and that and especially someone whenever you put your art and Kevin Smith says it too. And, and Kevin, to his fault, buys into it too much. You know, he he's letting a few people who are claiming that uh, Motu revolution is he's fucking it up and he's making um, Tila the. Uh, main main character. Wait, is it Tila? Yeah, Tila. Yeah, Tila take is stronger than He Man and becomes the He Man. I get apparently, and like it's a whole woke He Man, and he's just he like everyone else is like this looks awesome, this is gonna be awesome, but because these peop these few people are like it's gonna suck. <laughs> That's all he's dwelling on. So mm. I'm taking. I get that. No, no, I I I understand one hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Remember that set that that had a uh, uh, some wavy plastic in it for a moment from sort of behind the scenes pictures, and I lost my goddamn mind from one comment. What's that? Uh, a set I built last year, and it was still in the works. But someone complained that they didn't want to see these behind the scenes pictures if the set's not done yet. And I got more upset that the fact that they didn't understand how behind the scenes pictures work. Who said this? Uh, some credible person on the internet. I don't know who they are or what they do or, you know, their background oh, or was it for Music set, Fest? Which... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or no, no, it was the uh, with Love Show. Ah, uh, so he posted. They posted. It. They they posted a picture of it in in the works, and someone's like, "Ugh, look at those wrinkles. Show me when it's done." And that right there yeah. put me. I went off the deep end. Yeah, but fuck all these people, you know. Right? I literally took I literally took a knife to it yeah. and shredded it. Yeah. Well, for me, we don't charge people for the show. We do it for fun. We don't even charge you for the merch. Uh, we don't charge you for anything. We don't do any ads. We don't we don't shill anything unless we like it. Um, and we don't take anything for shilling stuff. You know, we have to like it. You, know, you can keep your your freebies. Um, so I, I think it's a pretty honest way to do a show, and if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. It's quite wow, a, that was un- there's kids that listen to this show. Well, then their parents, kids that listen to this show, with horrible, horrible parents. Nothing on this show 
pertains to children. Why would children listen to this show, Squeezer? Well, because we talk about toys, video games, comic books, superheroes, yeah, but... movies, playing outside. Don't uh, forget what Squeezer used guns. to eat for lunch. Oh, my God. If young Squeezer, I'd have to protect his precious ears from listening to this show. Hi, Squeezer. Did you miss me? Hi, Bernadette. Oh, next week is your birthday. I remember I was so upset I couldn't give you a whole sheet of cake for you to eat on your birthday. And I'd put candles in it. And, you know, a sheet in the lunchroom is much bigger than a sheet in your parents' squeezer. That's a lot of cake. I would have let you eat the whole thing with me. I just watch. You eat. As many glasses of cold milk as you want to go with it. Man, Bernadette was really sweet for you, Squeezer. I, ju I just threw that out there. I don't know if that was uh, Lois. No, Lois wasn't one of my bus drivers. Well, she was. She just completely ignored whatever name you said and kept talking about this full sheet cake. Yeah, no. <laughs> I could go bring for a full in, sheet cake right now. Kids bring in cupcakes, yeah, but, you know, little Squeezer, you know, he just wanted the sheet cake. I always expected him... Yellow cake with the chocolate fudge icing, huh? Huh? Is that if you had a full sheet cake? Hold on, hold on, lunch lady. I gotta talk to Squeezer. You had a full, a full sheet cake for. Uh, <laughs> we're talking like a twenty-inch by ten-inch sheet cake, Squeezer. Would it be yellow oh, cake? That's not, that's not that big. It isn't that big. We're talking forty by twenty sheet cake, Squeezer. All right, can I? All right, maybe. Would you yellow cake with with Chocolate icing? What would your? Um, uh, no, I, I'd probably like marble. Uh, like like a little uh, marble with like a, a a butterscotch or like a butter icing, uh, like a buttercream. Of course, it's butter, buttercream. A, a buttercream or like a cream with like a little bit of cream cheese, uh, florets or something like that. Like a. He's my little cream buttercream. Yeah, you, well. uh, Squeezer, you don't like cream cheese. I know that. Oh goodness. I guess it's... No, but if it's mixed in like the what, what are those little the black and white little cupcake thingies when it's in there? Yeah, it's good. Oh, you like your sweets, called? my sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, those are good. But listen, I just wanted to come by and remind everybody that you know if you're gonna leave these uh, hurtful, hurtful uh, comments, you should feed the boys, especially my squeezer. I know you're not mean to him; you're just mean to the. You know, other one who's not that funny. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus Christ, Bernadette. Bitch. All right, shut up, you. I just, well, you know, Squeezer, do you remember all the cakes that we had throughout the years? I would try to, you know, sneak you extra pieces. I would eagle up a whole sheet for your birthday throughout the year. I'd be like, here's four today, and then I'd mark it off, and then I had like a whole sheet with your picture on it, and every time I peeled one off, your picture would be underneath it. And when I saw all your pictures, <laughs> that meant I got you a whole sheet cake through the year. I didn't, I did not know that this was, uh, that this was taking place the entire... Oh, you're such a sweet, innocent boy with a ring of frosting around your mouth. I know you're not into... I just remember, she would let me go through and she wouldn't uh, punch my little lunch ticket so I can go back a second time. Oh, I knew he needed a second meal. Oh, especially when we had beef stroganoff. Well, what else was he going to put in his starter jacket pocket to snack on throughout the school year? <laughs> or the day? 
or mac and cheese casserole. You know, the extra. We never got that. There was some bags. We never got like mac and cheese or anything like that. The, the tiny, you just don't remember. The tiny bags of potato chips just weren't enough to feed the growing boy. I stuck him extras. We had a thing. This thing with your, your lunch lady. I mean, in modern days, I'm sure she would be on like dead some website like the lunch lady accused of having a food affair with young student. <laughs> I would Snapchat in pictures of pre-cooked food. You know, it comes cooked in a bag. We just boil it and serve it to the kids. I just shot pics of the bag. But back then it was Polaroids. <laughs> naughty, naughty Polaroids. Man, you two really had a connection. Do you think the hoagies just came out of bags, too? Well, the meat did. <laughs> It'd come in a bag, we'd freeze it, and then put it on a spit, carve it off, and put it on the hoagie. Oh, the hoagie. <laughs> yeah. That's how you make them back then. And the cheese was government, you know? Government issue. Nothing wrong with that, though. When you're feeding six or seven sandwiches to hungry boys, you need to make sure you have plenty of them. Oh, and hoagie day. It was your favorite day of the year. You could have been done with school. You graduated and still came back every year for hoagie day. <laughs> you skipped this prom. I mean... Oh, wait, you were prom king. Prom king thought there was a special room in the back that got access to the hoagie trays. Oh, he was so disappointed. I heard I was going to run over and bring him a tray. <sighs> this just wasn't enough time. You know, if you'd interact with your lunch lady squeezer, I'm sure it'd make for a funner bit. I bet it would. <laughs> what am I supposed to say to her? I'm being assaulted by an old lady you, in my past. I'm going to have to write you a goddamn script. <laughs> Fine, write me a goddamn script. Put this isn't whose line is anyway. I didn't go to improv class. I'm going to put the, uh, the one of the teleprompters in your office and control it remotely from here. Oh, wow, that'd be impressive because then it would be working. Mm. All right. That's enough of my obnoxious impressions for now. Uh, we need animated snippets. For now, that was a threat. Oh, yeah, damn right. Um, her name is Bernadette. Daryl asked if I can do an impression of Bret Hart winning an Oscar for Lonesome Dove. I don't know if I can do a Bret Hart. He's kind of like a dumb jock, but Canadian. <laughs> you know my brother Owen? So, a hockey player. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> you know my brother Owen? Nah, I don't know. You know, uh... The excellence of execution, Brad Hart and my brother Owen and the whole family, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> uh, I can't. <laughs> now you can go back and study for this week. Yeah, I'll have to for study. next week. I'll have to study. Without, he'd say, with without, without the help of all my fans, I could never have won this Os Oscar. Was it? Was it? I'm sorry, Bridget. Wasn't it a t television show? <laughs> Was it Lonesome? Was it an Emmy? Uh, yeah, it was a uh, yeah, it was a miniseries. Right. I won this Oscar for all of you in Canada, and I'd like to thank you because I couldn't have done it without you. <laughs> uh, it's a little uh, Mike Myers there. Yeah. 
Oh, behave. <laughs> That's it. It's the dude Mike Myers doing Lauren McDonald. Or Lauren Michaels, I mean. I'm <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to start. What about him doing Michael McDonald? With her here. <laughs> yeah, what's a what's a Michael McDonald song when he left the Doobie Brothers? Yeah, that yeah, um Just give me a song title and I'll probably get the lyrics. My uh, God, you do need a script. Take, what? Right. I, Jesus, let give me a moment. You're uh, asking me to recall someone's discography discography from forty years ago. Yeah, but aren't you the biggest Doobie Brothers fan? No, I've only seen him like six times in concert. <laughs> Hits. Um... Well, did you find one yet? Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to be looking. Michael McDonald. What's his hits? What's his biggest hit? Keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. That's him, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Well, yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. Uh, what a fool believes. That's uh, Doobie Brothers, though, right? Yes. What a fool believes. Is that him? I don't know what he when he what he did with them and when he was you know going solo. <laughs> I'm not, I guess I'm a terrible super fan. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, I'm a terrible podcaster. You're just the worst. Yeah. You know, squeezer. Hold up. Oh, oh, get out. Go. Don't you ever say that about my little squeezer. He's the best. Oh, my God. He's so adorable. Oh, I hated when he packed his lunch. Those were the worst days. I'd go home and cry and say, Why? Nothing. <laughs> no, I, what am I supposed to say to her? I don't know. I, I'm gonna next year, next year. I'm gonna write you a script. I can't wait. Write me a goddamn script. Okay. I have I have nothing to say to this woman that never existed in my life. I thought she did. How'd I come up with her? I don't know. <laughs> you just started <laughs> mocking me for liking hoagies, <laughs> and you found a way in. Mm. It's like, oh, here's a little fat kid that likes to eat a free tray of meat. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to develop this character so I can have her make fun of him instead of me. That way it doesn't feel like it's actually me saying all these awful things. See, she loves you, though. She comes from a place of love. Uh, again, this is projected. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I, they're not making fun of you. She's... This is a, a, a thing of love. That's weird. Well, hoagies are a form of love. All right, let's move on. Um, All right, to to some news. Did you watch? Did you finish Loki? No. Did you see Black Widow? No. When the hell was I supposed to do that? Well, it's on Disney Plus. I gotta pay for that. Yeah. Did you? I can wait. Uh, did you see? Um, what else? Oh, yeah, uh, this one was cool. The Batman 89 Robin. You know how it was supposed to be Marlon Wayans? Mm-hmm. The comic books, Batman 89, uh, did a rendition of him. So DC's doing some cool stuff with Batman 89. Probably trying to drive, uh, you know, 
Uh, yeah. The Flashpoint storyline of the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what else. I guess you can't talk Loki. You can't talk. Yeah, sorry. It's that, that you know what though. I as much as I like that Wednesday thing, I realize I don't get to it until like Friday anyway. Um. Yeah, I thought I, I. I won't say anything, but I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed the whole oh, good. season. It. Uh, it. It was different than the other two. The okay. Yeah. The, like the the ending, like where it leads, or just the series as a whole. You you have to take the series as a whole. Like you can't say that watching the first five, but once you see the full six. You realize it's different than the other two. Ooh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I wanted to watch it last night, but I, I was too busy working on this show, researching, mm. watching old wrestling pay per views, and not so. even writing any dialogue to have with your lunch lady. Uh, sorry, I didn't. Yeah, I know we should have had a, a little, a little group session. We I could have Facetimed her and mm-hmm. uh, could have workshop some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, workshop some workshop some stuff with uh, all the fun <laughs> shtick that I have to provide for. Uh, she gives me nothing. Spirit Halloween put out a trailer of their hope. <coughs> oh boy! Bless you. Ah, their new props that they're offering this year, and they have a uh, animatronic shorty from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ooh, is that going to be in your yard? I think it has to be. I got to get my hands on that I think guy. So. Yeah. Munch too. <clears throat> um, the other than the, the uh, looks like Jurassic Park. There's a full line of uh, Reebok Jurassic Park sneakers, not just the pumps. Uh, and they're all pretty cool. I'm just looking at them now. I didn't know anything about these. And uh, I don't know. I'll probably never be going to be able to get them, but, you know, it's neat to look at. Yeah, well, you you get them and then you uh, you you don't wear them. You just yeah, kind of no, look I, at them. I never wear them. Never wear them. I don't get their shoes. Ooh, I do like they're, the... They're, like to- they're supposed to be worn. They're like toys. They're supposed to be played with. I would like I would wear because they're so ugly. Some of them I wouldn't wear, but the Zig Devil Kinetica BLT slides—they look like the Jeep. I would wear those. Those are a hat. Yeah, uh, check them out. Uh, Reebok. Uh, I climbed Island New Block. Oh, there's some shirts. And there's a hoodie. Oh shit! It's a full collection. Mister DNA coming out of the Reebok logo. Ascent Containment Unit. There's, so it's, it's Jurassic World involved. Um, all right, I guess we could start the show. We're talking summer memories. This is our fifth summer memory show, Squeezer. Yeah, that was kind of uh, kind of terrifying when I I started going through. I'm like, oh, we said, oh, this might be the third one we're doing. I'm like, oh crap, this is gonna be the fifth, which means we already had forty summer memory topics. So I. I had to go through and scrub through each show to figure out what the hell we talked about. Because I had a bunch of ideas. I'm like, oh, I'll talk about this one. And apparently three years ago, I already did. That's the way she goes. All fresh new memories. Well, not new memories, because... 
Yeah, I recycle memories, too. but all right. Uh, who goes first this week? Do you remember what was our show about last week? Uh, what the hell did we do last week? It was water episode. The water episode, and I think. Oh uh, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yours was. G.I. Joe PSA, and mine was Zap It. So I think I go first, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I went first. That's right, yeah. We yeah. started with the PSAs. Yeah. Here's my... Yes, working it out on air. Yeah, here, here, well, so you do. You let you let the people... Do, you show your work, Squeezer. You show your work. Yeah. yeah. All right, here is uh, my first... Uh, my... Nope, my... 5, 10, 15, 20... My 21st summer memory... <laughs> Check it out! Think we can top that, Tony? Sure. After this complete breakfast, including my frosted flakes, they bring out the tiger in you. Pretty good, huh? Good. They're good. Only you can reveal the secret message. It's blank. With Tony's secret message pen. Oh my gosh. Both pens free in specially marked boxes of frosted flakes. And now, back to Disney's Duck So I pulled a commercial. Thankfully, thanks to Matt at Dinosaur Dracula, I was able to get a commercial from the year that I'm talking about this memory squeezer. Hmm. In eight, 1988, I talked to my mom today. We went down to the, to, the year prior, we went to Ocean City, New Jersey for the beach. And mm-hmm. I have like vague memories from that. But I have some pretty good memories of the first year my mom said it was either 87 or 88. I went with 88. That we went down to Rehoboth Beach. And we stayed at these, what they were called, Roop's Cottages. Uh, they were shitholes. <laughs> um, we went down with my dad's family. So his my grandparents stayed somewhere. My aunt, my two aunts, uh, who've been married 33 years. They're, they're, oh, wow. Yeah, they've been married forever. and celebrate their... Uh, my aunt Anita and her, her wife Kathleen have been together for a long time. They were down there with us, which was probably early in the relationship, if I could do the math correct, right? Well, uh, eighty-eight. That's uh, so thirty plus three. This is how I, my brain works. So yeah, thirty-three years. Yeah. So they I, they might have just been married, or or they're just getting <laughs> together. But this, she was down there with him, with us, and um, these cottages were an excuse. For poor people to go to the beach because you rent the cottage and they were shitholes for cheap, but <clears throat> you bring groceries. What, what kind of cottages? I, I was a shithole. That's all I remember. No, what'd you, what'd you call them now? It was, it was the <clears throat> real estate company was Roops, R-O-O-P-S. I could not find anything on it. I know there's some real estate companies called Roops that still exist, but I couldn't find anything <clears throat> on Roops Cottages in Rehoboth Beach. And there was no like, like newspapers.com or anything. But I just rem- one of the th- key things I remember. This was the f- my uh, my parents brought groceries because we we couldn't afford to go out to dinner. My sister was like, I think two years old. I was either five or just turned six, and my brother was either, uh, you know, seven or just turned eight. So we are all you know you you know more than me. Wow, what kids like that I'm going to the beach with them could be like. You have what? How old your youngest daughter? Uh, two. So yeah, that'd be like going. You wouldn't even. Would, that'd be like adding like another one that's two years older than squeeze that. And oh going, god, going no! To the beach, yeah. 
<clears throat> well, we went down and uh, so she brought groceries because we couldn't afford to go. We, were, you know, grew up upper, lower, lower, middle, lower class. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, my dad started making more money in the '90s, and we started doing a little better. But you know, in the '80s, still not, not so well. But we, uh, she brought out something that I would never forget. And it was the first time I ever tried them. She had a, a long plastic saran wrap sleeve of miniature boxes of cereal. Ooh, and yeah, and any day you could have a different cereal. You could have anyone you want. And I just remember I was in, enthralled by this. Uh, I, I think I, I can't remember, but I think I might have wet the bed down there. <laughs> and I think my brother. Or, I mean, uh, the odds are in your favor. Yeah, at that age. Or my brother did. We are sharing a bed. Sure, at that age. Yeah, we are sharing a bed. So I, I, I have vague recollections of that. I also remember my mom had the stovetop like jiffy pop popcorn that we made every night wow you you pulled out all like the vacation snack uh oh yeah but this wasn't like a normal thing for us like how we would take vacations when we get older we'd get a hotel and we'd all be in the same hotel all five of us two beds Mm -hmm. um and uh we'd go for like two days (laughs) And it was McDonald's. That was food, you know. Uh, maybe a pizza at Grotto Pizza. But, yeah, and there was no bringing groceries or anything. And it was like two days, like three days max. Like, we never went for a long time. There's no long vacations. It was mainly day trips and, like, the two, three days at the beach at the hotel. I remember there was one time we watched, because, you know, hotel, motels and hotels have HBO and Cinemax, right? Mm-hmm. My mom likes bad horror movies. We watched Serial Mom. Hold on. When would that have been on HBO? Ooh, while eating your cereal? No. See what uh, I did. Oh. This was later. I didn't have cereal. Oh. So this came out April of 93, and it was a box office bomb. So it was probably on summer of 93. <clears throat> Um, so we are probably, I was either 10 or 11. We're down there watching Serial Mom. That movie's fucked up. Do you ever see that? Uh, oh, it's a, oh, it's a John Waters. John Waters, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Ricky Lake's in it. No, I don't, I can't say I've ever seen it. Yep. It's fucked up. And my mom was like, we're watching Serial Mom on HBO. Did she at least enjoy it? Oh, wait, 94. But, I mean, didn't you guys have HBO at home? Yeah, of course. But, like, oh. there we're like there she could go up in her bedroom and watch whatever she wanted to on her own. Here we are forced to watch what she watched. Oh, so she was doing it regardless. It <laughs> yeah. wasn't like it was in a treat for her. She no, was going no. to watch this. Right. And you're all stuck in the same room, so tough shit. Right. Um, <laughs> okay, so not, it was the summer of 94, not 93. So I was either, depending on when we went, I was either 12, 11 or 12. That's old enough to see that, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <clears throat> it was still fucked up. <clears throat> but um, 
nothing. I mean, to to have a a first memory when I was what fuck five or six years old of cereal boxes and uh, the Jiffy Pop. Someone, someone, either me or my brother, pissing the bed. <laughs> uh, that that's my first beat. And these shithole fucking uh, either. Oh, you or your brother, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I I've... have a feeling he's the Kevin McAllister in this uh, scenario. No, actually, we had a. Uh, I have an iron bladder when I sleep, just because I don't want to, you know, disturb my sleep. Uh, yeah, ask Pee Wee about that. Y- yeah, I, I think. If you could, you could even. I mean, if Jeffrey ever comes on this interview, I only ever wet my bed like four times. It was not a problem okay. for me, and I'm not throwing Chris under the bed. And I would admit it, Squeezer, if I did it. You know me. Under under the wet bed. Under the wet bed. It's just that he had a bigger track record of that than I did. Hmm. I'm gonna have to ask him about this tomorrow. You can absolutely ask him about it. All right. Yes. Uh, he doesn't I'm remember. Across the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> Very loudly. Yeah, you're probably better off asking Jeffrey. Nah, never mind. Yeah, to get get my mom's number. Call my mom. She'll <laughs> tell you. Actually, I'll call her tomorrow and ask her, and get, and I'll report back. She'll tell me, and if she she tells me it was me, I'll be like, hey, it was me. I'll just call upstairs. Just patch me through to Jeffrey. I have a question. Oh, uh, we, we where where did we go? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> And I think Chris will give you the same answer. This fucking two don't remember. Uh, remember either either Ryan or Chris wet the bed? It's like, oh, you got to narrow that down. Oh, yeah, when they had to go buy him a new P.D. Herman doll. Yeah, he soaked it. <laughs> but Do uh, they definitely buy you a new one, or do they just air it out and put it back in the box and hand it to you? No, no, no. They got me a new one. I think because... No coming back. Yeah, yeah it must have been bad. Or they, or they just washed that one and sold it sold it at a yard sale and gave me a new one. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, uh, but that yeah, that is one of my first beach memories. Squeezer, you're next, or your twenty first summer memory. Wow. Oh, if you're looking for a half bag of charcoal briquettes or an artificial Christmas tree, trunk only. Come on over to the Hibbert table, Prano. Well, sir, looks like we got some nice items here at Cable Glick. Like this. What the heck a Rooney is this, Mrs. Glick? It is a candy dish, Ned. Ninety dollars. Uh-huh. Well, I uh I guess you could put a lot of nice things in there. No! Just candy, Ned. Ninety dollars. Are you interested in that motorized tie rack, Principal Skinner? It's awfully loud. Well, you can always take the motor out and use it as an ordinary tie rack. <laughs> but now the ties are motionless. Nose and back are virtually inaccessible. Well, it's a moot point, as I have only one tie to begin with. I believe I'll pass. Have you sold that tie rack yet? No. I'll take it. (laughs) And for the man who has everything, a tie rack motor. This goes to doesn't advertise. There is so much crammed in the very beginning of that episode. Hey, big spender. Um, that's two bad yeah, neighbors, so, right? What's that? That's two bad neighbors, right? Yeah, two bad neighbors. Yeah, and then uh, no, George Bush. At least someone in. sold something, and then yeah, George uh, Bush moves in. Hey, man. Uh, uh, so yeah, and my memoirs. Don't touch them. <laughs> I got them just the way I like it. Sorry. 
You start. Ah, uh, not a worry. Yard sales. Now, th- th- this is a, a bittersweet kind of thing because I have so many fond memories of it, but I realize how much I lost in them. My mom was obsessed with them. She liked going to them. She liked having them. Um, so when the opportunity arose, you know, it's like, oh, put some of your stuff out. And I was in that mindset as you get in that age. Well, I want a video game. Well, do you know how much of your crap you have to sell off to get 50 bucks from a yard sale so you can go buy a video game? Oh, yeah. That's like so, kidney. Yeah, I lost a lot. And I didn't. I don't think I realized what I was doing at the time. I clearly didn't. It's like, ah, when am I going to need these old, you know, I don't know. God forbid. These, I don't play with these Brave Star guys anymore. I don't need Tech Tex Hex anymore. I want a video game now. Video games Fuck. nothing. Tex Hex is worth. And it's, yeah. And and just to have my my guy back, you know, that that's the worst part about yeah. it. Now there, the the silver lining to it, however, though, was uh, you got Dunkin' Donuts and hot chocolate in the morning. Oh, hot chocolate! Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dad went all out, so uh, it wasn't. He didn't just. Well, I'm sure he went to the Texaco to get his own coffee because he's not going to drink that Dunkin' Donut stuff. He'll only drink the coffee that he makes himself at the gas station. So wait, he went. So <laughs> he drove all what? the way out to where I live. Yes. To get coffee that he made. You know, what's the craziest part? And we've discussed this multiple times. I used yeah. to go in at like 5.30 when I opened Subway. Mm-hmm. He was probably in there making the coffee. We probably said hi to each other. Never realized Oh, it. definitely. Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. He'd be in there. He'd go in He'd go in the back, get the coffee out, make coffee, just hang out. You know, just... And then he would go home because he would, he would work uh, probably when you were – when when were you working there? Well, if I opened on the weekend, like ninety nine, two thousand. No, 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 earlier than that. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I was fourteen or fifteen when I started. There. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, so he was actually probably just getting off because he was working night shifts, uh, especially during the winter. So, yeah, he would go in, put the coffee on, make some coffee, have some coffee, and then why well, mainly and then come in the home summer. to his uh, loving family. I mainly worked in the summer, but I did some in the winter. Oh, ah, he might have been there too. But, well, I'm he was definitely there. But yeah, he would drive all the way out there. But where, to there's get no coffee. Dunkin' Donuts. Like, where's the Dunkin' Donuts? Unless he bought the ones in the in the display case at the Texaco. No, no, he would actually go to Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, there was one up. Uh, there were a couple on MacArthur. There was one down by the bowling alley, I think. Oh yeah, that was a mainstay for yeah. Jeffrey. Yeah, he'd hit up that one. Um. Yeah, and and then double back down, but oh, that was a treat because you got so you started your work the night before. That was the fun part, you know. You get everything out, and I would you'd have I'd have my own tables, you know. Mine I usually usually was relegated to the benches of like the picnic table, so mm-hmm. I had the smaller section. So I had it all laid out, yeah, and everything was stickered. I had my own little box, my own little apron. You know? Oh my God, that's adorable! Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I was mommy's little uh, shopkeeper, <laughs> uh, and then uh, yeah, then dad'd come back and he'd have you know coffee for mom and dad, hot chocolate for the kids, and we'd have donuts and oh, it was a whole, it was a whole thing. Like it was, it was a party. 
And then, like, the whole neighborhood, you know, would have, you know, it was door to door. And then you would kind of just meander about and you'd buy shit from other people right next door to you <laughs> and then bring it over. And uh, you just got rid of some of your crap, but now you have their crap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it literally is all crap. Otherwise, we wouldn't be giving it away for 50 cents in your backyard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the, the highlight of it was the, the uh, hot chocolate and Dunkin' Donuts. You felt like such a grown up because you're drinking a hot beverage in the morning. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and then I remember I, I still have it to this day. Um there was a it, I don't have the backhoe, but there was a tractor and my dad sold them and I cried. It's like why the hell are you crying? Like you haven't played with those in like five years. Like, what's your mine? So I had to like run down the street and like give the guy his money back and explain and this guy was probably all pissed because he's probably some collector, you know, like stealing Woody. He's like, oh, great, I got this die-cast uh, backhoe for, like, $3, and I'm going to sell it on well, whatever the 1992 equivalent of eBay was. Uh, there wasn't one. <laughs> no. You no, take it to a con, and you flip it to someone who knows what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they, they go to one of their one of his shows, and there it is there for, like, 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I would make a, a small little fortune occasionally uh on like the good days you set up the little lemonade stand along with it okay okay oh uh, so you're you're just raking in the dough because even if you don't sell any of your stuff you're still looking at 25 50 cents a head oh because they because no obligated. one goes to a yard sale and just you can't not turn a little kid down at selling you lemonade at seven o'clock in the morning oh yeah shit lemonade um <clears throat> oh it was it was freshly mixed. No, oh, well, okay. Yeah. Do we move on? Uh, I'm sure. All right, here is my 20th. You you uh, you weren't a yard sale kid, were you? Not really. No. 22nd pick. Little birdie. Can't you That's not right. Yeah, that's mine. Hey, what do you think of Lassie, Hulk? Well, I'm a, I'm an animal lover. I don't think I'd want to... No, I wouldn't either. Russell Lassie. I wish Lassie was my pet. Me too. But Ted Turner won't let us have pets in the studio ever since Banjo. Banjo! Ted Turner? Who's that? Ted owns a Zorak. He can push us around. Even you, Hulk. Well, I don't know. What if Ted made you do Xeroxing all day in an apron? Would your pile drive him? He's, you would, wouldn't you? Because you're a tough guy. You're Mr. Tough. He's got pretty big arms the last time I saw him because he's been working out with his wife, Jane Fonda. I'm Fonda Fonda. And she's a fitness expert. Yes, I'm Fonda Bridget. Fonda. Be quiet, brown nose. Hey, I don't have a nose. Who's the most powerful man in the Turner organization? Fonda. Hulk Hogan or Ted Turner? Uh, I would say Ted. Ted, then Space Ghost, and then the Hulkster. I'd love to see if I could body slam that big dude. Yep, I hear that. Whoa, Daddy. Back at ya. Ah, Space Ghost, coast to coast. <laughs> that was from season two. The episodes were spread out, and they were randomly on Friday nights, and I'd always watch <clears throat> Friday nights four episodes because I loved Space Ghost Coast to Coast and I love new ones. Um, 
this one he had, uh, and I, I remember staying up for this one because he had um, uh, Hulk Hogan on specifically and Slash from Guns N' Roses. I think he was promoting Slash's Snake Pit, his solo album. Uh, if we can remember hmm. what that is. I, what year I, was that? 95. The same year that I just said. Was that really 95? Slash of Snake Pit? Yeah. I remember yeah. my friend okay. Will had it. I'm not I'm not this uh Sounds like you're this uh whatever. <laughs> um So obviously like the show we talked about it before. It made me feel like, oh, this is a talk show. This is my Dave Letterman, you know, I loved watching uh Dave Letterman, and I'm like, this is a Dave Letterman that speaks to me because it's complete nonsense. So I watched, I rewatched the whole episode, and uh, like I just laughed like an idiot <clears throat> the entire time watching it. This is rewatching uh, for the first time in maybe what 95, 2005, 2015. It's 26. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> just doing the math. Just 2005 is 10. 2015 is 20. 26 years. Showing this work. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Gotta show you work. So, um. Anyway, uh, um. What was I talking about? Oh, You're doing math. Space goes coast to coast. It was, uh. Big night of television that night. Now, let me go through some of the listings. This is one of my, one of my favorite things to do. Let me take a quick drink, Squeezer. You could say something to occupy. Yeah. Uh, you don't sound so good. You should really... Uh, you almost sound like it, it's like a certain someone is just taking over you, like from the inside out, and he's possessing you. And your your voice is starting to go in that garbled, raspity... Oh, Goddamn, uh, pal. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Don't. You, you can barely. You're barely holding on now. Don't do it to yourself. Well, I don't. Uh, go. You got a hey, long way to go. Hey, pal. If you're going you're gonna to bring me up, you can't. You can't let me just go away. Oh, God damn it. Ha ha. Ah. We are it's. Uh, I'm having prism stickers made of the We Are Vince graphic, and they'll be in little white sleeves like you'd get out of those vending machines. Oh, nice. Yeah, keep a That's look cool. out for those. So I was probably out outside. Uh, Congo came out that year, Squeezer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it came out that summer, and I was a big uh, Jurassic Park fan. And I like I took the Congo pretty hard. And I remember seeing Batman Forever that summer with my friend Matt, and we saw Congo together. Um, Waterworld also came out that weekend. Did not. Damn. Uh, Free Willy 2, The Net, The Indian in the Cupboard. Never seen any of these movies. Uh, Really? Operation Dumbo Drop. No. I saw The Net at the Drive-In. Pocahontas. What Drive-In? Uh. Was it Shankwilers or Becky's? Wasn't it Shankwilers? No? Uh-uh. Not that summer. Uh, pretty sure I saw it at the drive-in. Well, I was confident when I was doing my like like digging my digging that 
Mm-hmm. I, I swear I saw Land Before Time at Shang Brothers, even though it came out in November. Like, I swear it. But there's mm-hmm. not, it's not no? possible. It did not happen. Huh. Species was up um, at, at the Plaza 2 at the Whitehall Mall. Die Hard with a Vengeance was there. A goofy movie in Tales from the Hood. Um, showing at the Tillman 8 near my house was Apollo 13. Under Siege 2, First Night, Nine Months, The Net, Operation Dumbo Drop, Batman Forever, Free Willy 2, and Pocahontas. At the Lehigh Valley Mall, Clueless. Man, it seems like like Clueless, I, I feel like I was so so much older when I saw it. But like Congo and Batman Forever, I felt like I was so much younger. But I probably saw them like this around the same time. It's crazy how like quick that snap happens where you're... Like, not a kid anymore. You're kind of an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you're like a teenager now. And, like, you're de- you're looking at adult things. Like, what's clueless, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I was holding on for dear life. Uh, I went kicking and screaming. Yeah, I kind of did, too. But I definitely watched the adult movies, like, and enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, on television that night, I was probably, let's see, at the mall and I was out that night, but I came home maybe like nine o'clock. I wasn't watching, uh, at TGIF anymore. It was Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and M. Jackson, whatever that was. Hmm. Uh, The X-Files was on, Fox, maybe the, catching X-Files, um... I don't know if the Phillies were playing. The Yankees were playing the Minnesota Twins on New York's movie station, PHL 11. Um, Down and Out in Beverly Hills was on 17, Squeezer. Unsolved Mysteries was on at 8. And then 9, of course, was Dateline NBC on NBC. Uh, X-Files, I said, was on Fox. Um, there's nothing good on Philly 57. I'm changing the channels here. AMC has a dumb movie on. No one watches CNN or CNBC. Comedy Central has a Hollywood shuffle, that Robert Townsend movie from 87 on. Politically Incorrect will come on 11, and I might check that out. I used to watch that with Bill Maher all the time. Um... Rescue 911 was on Family Channel. I, I guarantee my brother was watching that. Uh, see, sometimes I'd watch arena football. The Memphis Pharaohs and the Milwaukee Mustangs are on. I'd watch it, but I knew I didn't like it, but I was watching it because I thought I might start liking it. Yeah, it, it's like soccer. It's just not meant to be. Man. Yeah. It's like, oh, you got to watch it. All right, I'll check it out. So I do. L- Lifetime had a movie, Hostage Flight, with Ned Beatty. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I guess it the M. Jackson was some Michael Jackson thing, because MTV from 7 to 11.30 is singled out, Weekend Rock, M. Jackson, Jackson, M. Jackson, M. Jackson, The State, Beavis and Butthead, singled out, MTV Sports. I used to love The State. I'm going to dip my balls in it. Hey, Schmuffin. To hat Uncle Squeezer. You here? Aw, hi. Uncle Squeezer says hi. Um, let's see. Nickelodeon is probably goddamn what I was. 
it was Doug, Clarissa explains it all. Then welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You think it was welcome back, Cotter? Uh, probably. Yeah, if that with that, that would have been at like what nine o'clock? Eight. It started eight. Yeah, well, yeah. Was that when uh, Nick at Night was still on Nickelodeon? Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. Welcome back, Cotter. Yeah. Um. Then we're talking. Let's see. Science Sci-Fi Channel has Star Wars on A New Hope at uh, eight o'clock. I might have stopped on Ooh. that. I was probably watching that. Uh, Even though I had it on three different versions of VHS or whatever. Nah, I just one at that point. I, I probably wasn't because I was probably like, eh. Because in USA, after Murder, she, at 9 o'clock, the Terminator came on. And then Duckman. Um, HBO had Project Shadowcaster and Demolition Man. Oh, I, might, I loved Demolition Man when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. The Client was on Prism. There's no uh, Phillies. Phillies must not have been playing that late. It might have been earlier. Might have been off. Um, Disney Channel had Oklahoma and South Pacific. The musical? Ugh. Two South Pacific. Two musicals. Uh, TMC, the movie channel had Romeo is Bleeding. And Showtime had Sleepless in Seattle on. Now, I, I, I'm trying to look for the full listing, so I can tell you. I probably watch. I rem- I remember staying up because my dad saw that Hulk Hogan, that it, oh, the new uh, Hulk Hogan. Um, um, let's see. My dad saw that it was uh, Hulk Hogan. He knew I liked that weird show, which is which is after I watch night. It's only twelve minutes. That's without commercials. The whole show, whole show, or like the 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 Hulkster segment, the whole show. Jeez, yeah. Uh, oh, they don't have July twenty eighth on here. Wednesday late night. Hmm. Regardless, uh, staying up and watching that for me was was like so cool. Uh, I don't know, it was fun. Um, but that's what like summer was like staying up late and watching weird television. And like, you couldn't like watch streaming. You could either watch VHSs you had or recorded or just flick around until you click around until you find something. Right. Yeah. And, and you didn't think of it as wasting your time because you had all the time in the world because summer would last forever until, you know, August came and then you panicked. Yeah, and then you start as you start getting closer. Now, like July after July <clears throat> after July. Hold on. <laughs> after July fourth, okay? I don't want to clear my throat on air. That's awful. Oh, it's very kind of you. Uh, after July fourth, they start putting back to school shit up. Oh yeah, it's everywhere. But it never used to be like that when we were kids. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. It was usually you wait until, like, it was it was like fall. Like you went and like. With like a week to go. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, like yeah, like a week to go. Maybe. Maybe less. Or maybe that was just us because we were so, like, just disorganized and 
scrambling. Yeah, and I, I don't know. My mom would take us randomly, like one night we'd like pull into House of Bargains, like ah, like we went. I grew up going to Catholic school, so you wore the same thing every day anyway. So it wasn't like you mm. had to go get clothes for school. You know, you're wearing the same fucking thing. So it was just like you went up to get new uniforms and like ah. House of Bargains, God damn it! They had one of those chicken egg machines there, but that was like the good. And it was on Ooh. the way to the South Mall, and like we'd probably get Burger King or something. So you you were like thrown off, and then you're pulling the House of Bargains, like fuck. And I was so teensy for so many years, like I didn't change sizes, like the, so I just wear the same thing every year. So like it, there was like no like build up, it, and my parents weren't going out there and buying me like all new school supplies every year. You know what I mean? There's, I never had any traffic keepers. Like, Aww. Well, we talked about last week they were banned by our, oh, our yeah. Catholic school, but they weren't getting them for me anyway. Like you, you use normal 50 cent folders. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was uh, my 22nd summer memory. Here is Squeezers. Little birdie, can't your friend do nothing right? It just seems now, all he wants to do is fight. Is this from the Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown? Wow, you nailed it, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. It's where uh, Snoopy fights a lawn chair. Yeah, trying to set up for Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. Um, because there was a time where we didn't have these fancy contraption camp chairs, the little fold-out with the pop-out legs, and you throw it in a bag over your shoulder, and everyone looks cool. No, you used to have these aluminum-tubed contraptions with the webbing mm-hmm. that could take your finger off. And don't tell me, everyone... Our age, maybe just a little younger, you there's that undeniable sound of a lawn chair being unfolded. It just it it's like the the grinding and sliding of aluminum on aluminum, and that final snap as it pops into place, mm-hmm. and then you drop it and you get that hollow little rattle, and then you sit down and it's that creaking, webbing, and everything kind of molds into place. Yeah, I see. It's that. an audible ballet. Yeah. Every single lawn chair sounded exactly the same. I feel like we had folding ones that just folded right out. Well, when you say folded right out, like ours, like it was the aluminum. Did it, was it the aluminum tube? Yeah, it was an aluminum tube with webbing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you you pull the seat and the top apart, the legs would spread open. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'd hear it would give just a little firm pop into place, but that, there's that sliding, gliding. There's a there's a a, a sound Squeezer. that I cannot get my out of my head dad, of opening one of these things. My dad wouldn't let me touch those things. Oh, he was afraid you'd take your whole hand off. It was probably too heavy for you too. I think they weighed about three pounds. Don't break the chair. Don't touch that thing. You're gonna break it. Oh, and then they start to fray, and you fall through. Oh yeah. But, um. Uh, if, if you were fancy, you had the wooden arms, but you know then it sits out all the time, so the uh, lacquer starts to wear away, and then you just get you know 
wood splinters in your arm. Uh, it was just you, they carry you carried them everywhere, and it was such a pain in the ass. There was no like. Now it's so easy. They come in little bags. And then you lose the bags, but they still clean, close up nice and easy. Right. But these things were monsters, and you'd have be a, like, Dad would always have to be dragging like four or five of them with him, because you could never carry one. No. Even though it weighed next to nothing, he still had to carry everything. Yep. And now, now I understand that resentful look on his face. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the the king of them all, though, was it was the the bifold lounger with the the plastic like straw webbing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yes. So yes, it's yeah. A, yeah. Ours was the chase. Ours the, was like the brown. chase. Yeah, yeah, it was like a chase. Yeah. Yes. Ours, we had a brown one, and it had like a racing stripe and a number down it. It looked like a like oh. like an old Pontiac. Doodle's doodle uh, just made an appearance. Uncle Squeezer says hi, Snickerdoodle. Oh, hi, Snickerdoodle. Um, these would get so hot, and, and they would start to warp because the the plastic would get hot, and then mm-hmm. you get soft, and you sit in it, and you start to sag. Yeah. And like I said, ours is brown, so it was darker, so it would suck up all the heat. Mm-hmm. And it had these mechanisms that you could like to, you could because you can close the whole thing up so it was flat, but when you pop the legs out and you had to pop them out because if you didn't go beyond the ninety degrees and one was allowed to be underneath the chair a little bit, you were on your ass. Yes. And then the whole thing would collapse in on itself. But it had these those ratcheting gears. That could easily... I've had my finger pinched in that. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times. And it is painful. Uh, but then my, my sister and I, it would be a fun little game. You take it and you fold it up in like a little teepee, like a little triangle. And then you can hang out underneath there in the shade. And you create your own little shade chair. You have to be so teensy to do that, though. Yeah, I, I mean, this was a long time ago. I was teensy then. I wasn't like... Look, at who, who's talking about being teensy? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, oh yeah, that's tough to do. Oh, in hindsight, yeah, I don't know how I fit in there. Oh, but that was... Squeezy was so teensy. That's why I tried to make sure he had extra. I didn't punch his ticket. I needed to plump him up. He was just too tiny, and he was such a little butterball. I needed just to make sure I plumped him up. You know, extra gravy, extra, you know, I never... Wait, 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 was I Hansel in this? <laughs> I, what are you talking you're about? You're fattening me up. You, just so I can hug you and squeeze you because you're so adorable. I think she just loved you, Squeezer. It's easy, too. It is. Um, But we still, I think, I'm pretty sure, I get, my mom still has this chair. This brown one. Oh. Like, she refuses to throw it out. Picks or it didn't uh, happen. Yeah. Every other one, that, that webbing, it starts to fray and it starts to cut you. Um, but I don't know. Camp chairs are comfy and all, but I don't know. there's something about those those webbed aluminum monsters that everyone had them. You had to have your name on them. Like my, my grandfather always had like his name like written on the back of them because, God forbid, someone else took your chair. Mm-hmm. And then it was a thing at the church picnic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot. Oh, the tables. Oh, and then you had to bring the tables. 
They like they they had like, these little mini TV. They fold up like a TV tray would, you know, like mm-hmm. the the cross legs and the in the in the slot across. They had the two tracks that it would slide in. Well, I don't think we had any of those, but uh, they were like these little wooden ones. They look like little picnic benches, but with tiny tiny little tube aluminum legs um, that would fold out from underneath it, and then you okay. can you can place your beverage there next to your web chair. Uh, while you go and, and gamble and get booze at oh, the yeah. church. Yeah. Oh, so you'd go to I realized Catholic, I couldn't. You go to Catholic church that... picnics. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, St. Peter's. Yeah, those are the good ones. That was the big one, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Catholics know uh, how to have a party. Yeah. Uh, yeah, our church picnic had um, uh, a, a money wheel, mm-hmm. like a betting mm-hmm. wheel, uh, a beer um, a, a beer truck up top on the on the in the parking lot, but down in the in the okay. basement they had the full bar underneath the the you know garage door. Oh, oh yeah, when the okay, so you had a separate like theirs was like at the church, and you can go down and like the rec built, and there was also bingo and booze inside. Yeah, so there was bingo inside, and there was a full bar in that was built into the church basement. It had like an like an overhead door that came down oh yeah a yep. shutter yeah and uh there's a stage and it was usually like a polka band like walk roller or something playing polka on there but um yeah that was that was our church yeah. and then you take it back to your your webbed furniture i i i even realized that too when we went through i went through every show we did every this is the fifth one now and there's the fifth one where one of us brings up a church picnic because that's that was, memories. Because it, it's core to it. It was well, there. It was for me. There. That was not just like a, something like we did it for. That was like required. My dad yes. works shifts. We work security. Oh, I didn't even talk about this. This could be a pick next year. We'd work security overnight with my dad. Like like guarding. Oh, just hanging out. Like it yeah. was so much fun. You get to stay up all night and and like. Dad try to turn on the snow cone machine for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Steal from the church. And um like you, Aren't you supposed to be enforcing the laws? Yeah, well, you know, it's fun breaking them. But uh yeah, we would work security for it. And my mom my mom like ran the thing at a certain point cuz she became that high up in the church. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. And she also ran the Christmas Bazaar, which was the Christmas version of it that all took place in the in the, in the church basement but um mm-hmm. yeah that was for yeah us, my aunt and uncle did ran the uh uh waffles and ice cream stand okay yeah so you can get a, you can get an ice cream sandwich and two freshly made waffles yep that they had that in the basement of the church mm-hmm. at ours but ah. it was for me it was like you saw your class because all your classmates everyone's there it's required basically so you see all your classmates for like the first time during the summer it's, oh, see, that was the only time I actually got to hang out with all my friends that were sent to Catholic school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and and then there were all these weird kids that they introduced me to. And then I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I eventually fell out with that crowd, but uh, I never really went back to the church picnic. Uh, but it still goes on to this day. You want to come relive one of RK's memories, the St. Francis church picnic. Just, you know, <laughs> watch where you park. Is there still gambling? Is there still gambling? I'm sure. I'm in. Of course. 
Is uh, there booze and gambling at this church event? Yeah, why not? Um, all right, my twenty-third pick, Squeezer. Any chance I get to bring up Mortal Kombat 2, I take it. <laughs> so we would go to Rehoboth Beach, like I said, for our two days. And eventually, as I got a little older, and Mortal Kombat 2 came out. I should know this by now. We've talked about it how many times on the show. It came out in 1993. So this might have been like 95, 96. It was there in the arcade. And like we'd go swim in the ocean. And then we had some of our own money, and our parents were okay if we'd go up on the boardwalk while they stayed there. And I know my sister would want to go up to the arcade all the time because it was right at the top of the boardwalk. So we'd go up there, and I would uh, I'd play Mortal Kombat too. And I remember getting like electrocuted, and I was like still a little wet from the ocean by the machine. Yeah, but it was like a tiny little zap, you know, not like a real like like jolt. Okay, you just yeah. felt like a tiny little zap because you were probably like like ungrounded or something, whatever, you know, who knows. But uh, I remember like playing Mortal Kombat for like $5 with the quarters. Cause at this point in time, no one wanted to play Mortal Kombat too. When I never got to spend that much time on, on that arcade machine. Cause when it came out, like you'd wait in line and you'd get like three seconds on it and die. And you'd have to get out of the way, you know, for a more experienced player. Yeah. I remember the first time, we came out of James Way, and my mom went in the arcade with me, and I said I wanted to play Mortal Kombat 2 when it came out in 93. And I like I waited in line, I played it, and I died really quick. She's like, well, you didn't last long. I was like, thanks, Mom! <laughs> well, she's calling you out on your bullshit. Yeah, well. It's like, that's the equivalent of like a sports dad. Yeah. Well, that was April of 93 that I did that, yeah. and my mom called me out of it. But yeah, going to the beach. She was just pissed that she wasted her money on. Yeah. Here's fifty cents. Go play. Well, you're there for three minutes. That's you're waiting in line for three minutes, and you played for three seconds. Like I know I suck, mom. I never played it before. I don't know the moves. She's like, even if you did know the moves, let's face it, you would have died right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can uh, calculate that to like how many dollars an hour that cost you. Mm-hmm. 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 But uh, my dad also liked uh, our, my dad was a big fan of whack a mole. Um, and uh, I was always afraid to like hurt the machine. No, no, my sister had like bloodlust. She would used to, and my parents thought <laughs> I it was see that. It, thought it was cute because she called them beady eyed bastards, and she'd be like, <laughs> whack those beady eyed bastards right between the eyes. So, uh, who who'd she hear say that 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 stuck? 
Uh, probably my dad. Right. Yeah, oh. I can see it. He'd shoot that beady-eyed bastard right between the eyes. He was a rabbit one out there. He was just like, whack-a-mole, Lisa. Here's the gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he'd we'd all play, and you know, you get a small prize when you'd all play. But my dad, we would always win and then keep the prize. <laughs> Eventually, he'd give it to like one of us. But he'd be like, no, I won this fair and square. It's like that dad keeping a foul ball from the kid. Yeah, I mean, I would do the same thing at first. <laughs> at first, yeah. And he always gave it up, but you gotta yeah. at, at first, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, show off your prize. It's yours. Oh, uh, then uh, let's go in and see. Uh, you, you uh, see if uh, your bowling skills translated into ski ball. I doubt it. <laughs> oh, that was my game. Ah, uh, I was, I was okay. I would. I'd like roll, like keep rolling, and I keep just dropping into like the fifty point thing, and then like, Ryan, uh, you get one more token. Uh, I'm not gonna watch you roll ten fives and fifties in a row, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever that like, or ten points. You know when it just drops to the lowest. Yeah, the, the bottom right. Where, yeah. And when you get it, or you're going for the thousand. Yeah. And then you just miss it, but you have to watch it swish back and forth like uh-huh. ten times before it drops in. Yeah. But I was like, and it's it's stupid to say this, that I was good at it, because I just randomly got lucky. I guess I'd pick claw machines that were set, like, when I played it, to give me the prize. Because those are just like a slot machine. They yeah. they only pick up a prize a certain amount of times per play. So I'd get really lucky on claw machines, and I fancied myself an expert at claw machines. Like, I could play them really well. Um, no dummy. You just happen to uh, be picking the ones that are set to give a prize away. I'd walk around like I had like a big set of nuts that I was so good at claw <laughs> machines. But I'd be like, I did beat you in whack-a-mole though, Ryan. Just don't forget it. <laughs> well, it is a game of skill. It is true. He loved whack-a-mole. I'm, su- I'm surprised it's not on ESPN somewhere. Whack-a-mole? The whack-a-mole championships, yeah. Yeah, give it time. Barstool Sports. Figure it out. All right, that was... Shit, my third pick. Here's your 23rd pick, Squeezer. Hey, Muscle Arm. Why the long face? Oh, it's this girl. I can't talk to her. It's like girls are a different species or something. Oh, who needs them? You like popsicles? Well, sure. And you need to come on down to the cellar. I got a whole freezer full of popsicles. Mmm. No, thanks. I gotta get going. Oh, don't make me beg now. <laughs> You're funny. Bye. Get your fat ass back here. Like popsicles? <laughs> Screw Uh, so that, that was an easy, uh, easy pull because that kind of sticks with you. Did that happen to you? Some kid trying to lure some old man. Hey, Squeezer, why don't you come down to my basement? I got a whole cellar full of popsicles and deep dish pizza down there. You can heat up with your own iron skillet. Well, well, if there was deep dish pizza, I meant the. It's the good deep dish too for Pizza Hut. Ooh! Come on, don't make an old man bang. Get your fat ass back here. <laughs> that was season three. That was when it was funny. Still on the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
The I first, didn't want to be mean. The first run. That was the first run. Yeah. I don't know if it was ever not – if it stopped being funny. <laughs> it just – the jokes never evolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was – same same hat? I don't know. Is that what – Yeah. Old hat? Old hat. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Something about hats. Um – but yeah, I didn't need to go into the basement for popsicles because I would just make my own. Because that was fun and not nearly as delicious so you, as you, you, as you searched would think. popsicles on YouTube and this is what you came up with. What's that? Did you look for this clip specifically or did you search popsicles I, I, on YouTube? No, no, I, I, I knew it. I oh, knew what oh, I was okay. going to go with okay. right away because okay. it kind of, I knew I was talking, uh, make your own little <laughs> popsicles because we had the whole thing. We had like, we had contraptions out the ass for this. Yeah, so did we. They um, never turned out right, though. Yeah, no. <coughs> um, but And I knew I was going to use... This was easy. Like, oh, I know exactly what clip I'm going to use. Hey, Squeezer. And it, yeah. <laughs> but, so so ours... Uh, my mom had a whole bunch of them, and she would get them from, like, her friends who would do the... Uh, Rubbermaid things, yeah. Rubbermaid thing, all those yeah. different ones. There was always a different one. We had ones one. with it was always... straws built into them that didn't work. Oh yes, I forgot. You even forgot about those, but yeah, they never worked. Um, but we always had a version of the popsicle makers because it was the cheapest thing that they sold. So it was like her way of getting out of it. It's like, oh sure, I'll buy your popsicle maker. Okay. And ours, I remember it okay, was still so it was a your, little. Your mom's one. friends were in. Uh... Uh, MLM, multi-level marketing, which is a nice way to say pyramid scheme. Pyramid scheme, yep. And they came to her to give a presentation, and she always bought the cheapest thing, which was always the popsicle maker. Yep. yep. I would. My parents got a whole. I remember our neighbors came came down and gave them a whole Amway presentation. And my mom was like, "Do you think we are rich? <laughs> we are poor. <laughs> Get out of here with your Amway." Uh, ours was so it was, it was a four pack, and they were the completely uh, round, but uh, and were slightly tapered a bit towards the end. What was nice about these were uh, the popsicle stick, so it had a little like lid to it. Yeah. So it would set down on top of the lip, and then there was a the stick that went down in there also was like corrugated, so it was nice because then. Like, you could do it with a regular popsicle stick, right? But they don't have that fancy factory glue that they put, your, like, your, your 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 popsicle on from the, you know, at the factory. So by having it corrugated, it allows the water and the juice to flow through it and then freeze around it, giving you a better grip, and it's not going to slip off of your little popsicle stick holder. Ah. Yeah, but there's also a little ring in there, kind of like a... Um, like a what the, like a hilt on a sword that if you get any little runoff, it runs in and catches on the lid of it. So now with the lid, you know, now it's upside down, but it was the lid. And then now you all have this juicy goodness that you can then slurp up when it's all done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we would always we would use orange juice a lot because that was like a given. It was easy to go to, but there's something about it where it doesn't make a good popsicle. Because, like, the sugars kind of separate. You're mostly just getting, like, the, like the water from time to time. Right. And also, there's just a, the acidity of it. And, like, there's a 
bitterness. Um, but we would still do them all the time anyway because that was the easiest thing around. Juicy juice uh, would taste like absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from time to time, you almost felt bad wasting it, but Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid was pretty awesome. Yeah, Kool-Aid was like the go-to. We used Sunny D, which wasn't so bad. Oh, I could see Sunny D working better than yeah. straight-up orange juice. Yeah. It was more just sugar water than orange more, juice. More just sugary water, yeah. Or, ooh, or like orange drink. Like just like the right. plain old generic like carton orange drink. I don't know. I would almost like to give that a try. It's a little, might be a little too thin. Uh, like ecto cooler, that could be good. But yeah, uh, I would. I was so like, I would always just make my own little popsicles. I was just a happy little boy. You can always do more too. Like we, then I would just get like cups. I take a glass and then put tin foil over it, and then just poke a uh, like a popsicle stick or a straw through it, and uh, just because you got to hold it in place, you got to center it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And you just make giant popsicles. There's popsicle uh, um, science to this. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that that was like a it, it was a thing. I, I don't know why it was. We had so many of them, but the the one that w- that worked the best it was it was all it all came down to the corrugated stick. That's the the lesson that I want everyone to take away this uh, rad years episode. It's all, all about right. the corrugated sticks. Yeah, I'll make a note. Take away a corrugated stick when making popsicles. Okay, noted. Do I need anything else? No, I don't think so. Oh, you know what? I don't know why. You would think the big fancy pants, uh, you know why they don't use it? Because if it's corrugated, that's more uh, liquid that's filling those holes. Think about it. That's why they don't do it. Okay. Yeah, makes that sense. or they just figured out how to make a stick stick at a popsicle. They're, no, they don't waste their money on water. It's just basically sugar juice, and they with you know it's it's like the it sticks to them. They make their popsicles with the um, chemicals. Yeah. Well, no, they make their popsicles with like the not the un, the concentrated juice drink, so it's more sugary. Oh, so it's basically so when I took that jar of constant that can of concentrated orange juice, made orange juice with it, right. and then poured it into my popsicle right. mold. You should have just stuck I was doing the myself a disservice. Popsicle stick into the orange. Yeah, that's how, you already had the popsicle there, squeezer. I don't know why. You... Ah, damn it! I didn't go to. Co- I hadn't gone to college yet. I was just a youngling uh, finding my way through life. Now I know. And next time that I make popsicles from scratch, uh, I'll remember that. Mm-hmm. All right. Or you, you, what you do is you you pour whatever you want into a saucepan and uh, reduce it and take that reduction and make a popsicle out of that. And that will probably taste better. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Gets all that water out of it. Where was I... 30 years ago, Squeezer. I know. What the hell? My reduction. Oh, I could have made like a, like a pesto popsicle or something like that. Uh, it's, it sounds awful, but I'm sure you would love it. Talking about pesto mm. popsicles. Oh, my goodness. 
No, I just thought about that because my mom, I got a whole tray of uh, basil ice cubes in my freezer. Uh, yeah, little... I could just make one, just pop one in my mouth like a popsicle. Little Squeezer spent a whole summer in summer camp one year, and I was the lunch lady there, too. We had a sacred deal. I would make ranch popsicles for him. I didn't even have to reduce it like RK said. We just put the ranch in the, 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 you know, you fill up the things. Some days I'd get, you know, particular with them, and I'd make uh, Thousand Islands, Russian, Caesar, ranch. So he'd have a different dressing popsicle every day of the, of the week. It was a wonderful, a wonderful time. Lunch lady, don't tempt me. <laughs> I kind of want to know what that tastes like right now. <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. A ranch popsicle. Yeah, and then I heated up some marinara for him to dip it in. Oh, it was such a treat. Ooh, what about, oh, a queso popsicle. Yeah. Hang on. I gotta, I'm texting myself this. Queso popsicle. Okay. Moving on to my fourth pick, Squeezer. This one's going to take a while, so. Okay. All right, here it is. From Walt Disney Pictures. Wake up! It's happening! It's Bambi and Thumper. Look, he's trying to get up. Back on the big screen. Watch what I can do. Two great friends. <laughs> Some fun, huh, Bambi? In one unforgettable adventure. <laughs> and you can only see it at a theater near you. I made that last part up myself. Walt Disney's classic, Bambi. Rated G. Starts Friday at a theater near you. So, uh, this was one of the first times I remember being at the drive-in squeezer. For Bambi? They re-released Bambi in 1988. Back then, like, oh, yeah. you know, it was hard. They re would re-release the Disney classics. Mm-hmm. So my mom wanted to go. We went. My cousins were up, and her sister was up, and we went. Um, so we went to Shankweiler's, uh, and they were celebrating their 55th anniversary. Um, and this was like mid-July of 1988, and they're celebrating 55 years. So that just gives you a – you were there tonight, and that just tells you how long – yeah, that place has been around. It's so not weird. much has changed. Like, what's cool is all like the the posts for the speaker posts are still all there. Yeah, they're just not operating. It's, it's, they're, it's, yeah, it's, it's just the little parking guidelines now. So uh, uh, that started at eight fifty, and the second feature was ten twenty. Batteries not included. This Steven Spielberg presents, uh, and it was the fifty fifth anniversary. So at their snack bar. You get a 20-ounce Pepsi or Diet Pepsi or a delicious Medford hot dog. Only just 55 cents each squeezer to nice. celebrate 55 years. I got a jumbo popcorn for $6.50 tonight. Oh, a what? That's insane. A, a jumbo popcorn. Yeah, it's cheap there. It's not expensive. Yeah, you can't, you can't even get a small popcorn at any other theater for that. And I went with the jumbo just so I, I literally I knew it wasn't going to get eaten. But it had the widest base and had the least likelihood of being tipped over by a five-year-old. So. Yeah. Did you get the butter? physics. Sorry? Did you get butter on it? Oh, hell yeah. Because they use Keller butter. So they take like this giant stick that's four sticks in one, that giant uh -huh. cube of butter. And I, I watch them drop like two or three in there to melt. That's real ass butter that they pumping on that shit. Yeah. Not that, and it, and it just melts the popcorn in the goo. At oh points. yeah, it's not sludge from, from a uh, a movie that yellow sludge from yeah. the movie theater that you like. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, we are going to, I mean, you can have both. Yeah. You, know? you can put both on your popcorn. It's okay. But yeah, and then it just melts the popcorn into just a, there are some sections where it's just a paste of popcorn, but it's all butter. Yes. And if you say that that's disgusting, then you're denying the fact that the sole purpose of popcorn is the conveyor of butter to your mouth. Uh, no, I, I would agree with that for sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say, no, you like dry popcorn. No, I like that. No, I tried doing that when I was like losing weight. Mm-hmm. And I realized that sucked. So, you know what Becky's was showing that night? In 88? Yeah. Rambo 3 and RoboCop. Ooh. Oh, they, 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 that was definitely the grown up theater. Well, children under three, uh, under 14 are free. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> right. So I saw a lot of movies that that year. My dad, um, we saw Caddyshack 2 at the Plaza 2 at the Whitehall Mall. That was the first time I ever saw Caddyshack 2. Nice. That was the 99-cent theater, and it was at the mall. My mom was going shopping, so my dad took us, let's go see Caddyshack 2. It's going to be a good one. Uh, Short Circuit 2 was also that summer. Uh, I I didn't see that until pay-per-view. I saw Who Framed Roger Abbott is exclusive. To, a lot of like movies were exclusive to theaters back then. So I, I we had to go to the Lehigh Valley Mall to see Roger Abbott. And that was the summer I had the Ghostbusters party for my sixth birthday. And I was carrying around the Roger Abbott doll everywhere. Aww. But, but that was also the summer Coming to America came out. Like uh, Arthur 2 also. Bill Durham. Crocodile Dundee 2. Um... Uh, Willow was out. Uh, Short Circuit 2. Big Squeezer was out. The Great Outdoors. Beetlejuice and Police Academy 5 were also hitting the rounds. Hmm. One away from the greatest Police Academy of all time. Six, yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, Becky's was showing Beetlejuice and Police Academy 5 later that, uh, or I'm sorry, earlier that year in July. No. But man, Rambo 3 and RoboCop is a hell of a feat, double feature. I'd go, that I'd, is a I'd, violent, that, that is a body count. I'd go to that, like if, if like they were playing that now. That would be awesome. So I also found a whole bunch of cool restaurant things that I screenshotted to talk about from 1988, because like. Uh, I know you like clam squeezer. Yep. Well, the Hotel Bethlehem was saying on Friday night their famous deviled clams, all you can eat for five dollars fifty cents. Ooh. So Wait, what's a, how is a deviled clam? Friday night only in the Pioneer Room. Hotel Bethlehem's often co- uh, copied, never equaled recipe, fried to a golden crisp brown, served with tartar sauce and coleslaw. Delicious devil oh, clams in yeah, a basket. As many basketfuls as you can eat for only $5.50. I mean, they look good. I'm more of a, I, you know, just a, I'm a simpleton. Just steam them and vats of butter. Uh, the Ponderosa was also advertising in the newspaper in 1988. Ooh, the, there was now one, it's a party. There's one on Lehigh Street across from the airport. I'm assuming that's where, like, the Tilt-A-Kilt was, right? Uh, and now it's, yeah, now uh, it's wait. Mexican across from the airport, Queen City Airport. 
Had to be down that way. I mean, that's a little... It's either that one or no, because the other one was a Bennigan's. So, yeah, yeah, I think it was that one. Yeah. Uh, no, Bennigan's was Tilt to Kill. But I'm talking... Before, this is probably... This is 1988. Uh, no, no. Bennigan's became the... Uh, uh, what the hell is that? The Brazilian Steakhouse. Oh, that's right. That's I right. I thought. And now it's a golf place, Top I think. Golf, whatever. Fuck it. There's also one on Grape Street near Whitehall. I'm sure that's the one you went to. That was that was mine. Yep. They were offering two great tastes together for only $5.49. Uh, your choice ribeye steak and shrimp, ribeye steak and chicken, or chicken and shrimp includes baked potato and the salad buffet, which in the salad buffet at Ponderosa. Kids is where I first tried ranch dressing on the way to Dayton, Ohio for Hamvention Ham Radio Fest. You could also get a bacon cheeseburger and fries, two dollars twenty nine cents squeezer. Ooh, I know. Uh, what else did I find in nineteen eighty eight? Wait, eighty? Oh, okay, okay. That's. I, I was gonna say if this was any later. That, so you were eighty eight minus Six. carried it. Two, seven. So you were like six. six or seven when you first had ranch dressing? No, 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 no. It wasn't in 88 when I first had ranch dressing. I would go oh. years later with my oh, dad. It was at the, oh, wait. But it I, was even later you had ranch yeah, dressing? Yeah, I didn't have ranch dressing until I was like 12 or 13. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It was Thousand yeah. Islands or French only. Oh, that's weird. I, I was probably... I don't think I ever even had like... Like Thousand Island on the only time I ever had Thousand Island was when I was on a sandwich. Mm. I, I like Thousand Island. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear of the Black Forest Chalet? It was on South Pike Avenue, Route 309, South Mountain, Allentown. I had to think this was yeah. It was like a, a they had Terry Randall Trio and the Happy Polka Tears playing the best of the worst polka <laughs> and worst is W R S T. And Friday, Saturday, and Sunday dinner specials: Kaiser Schnitzel, veal and burgundy cream sauce, which was fourteen ninety-five; Long Island duck smothered in delicious orange sauce, which was twelve ninety-five; and stuffed fillet of sole, a generous twelve-ounce portion stuffed with shrimp, crab meats, topped with a lobster cream sauce for thirteen ninety-five. Oh, that doesn't sound heavy at all. No. It kind of sounds delicious. But yeah, it was Black Forest Chalet, and they're playing polka music. I was like, I never heard of it. Do you remember this squeezer? You know, we always had. Where, where, what was the address? It was on three hundred nine. It was two eight five one South Pike Avenue, and it said at Route three hundred nine South Mountain Allentown. Huh. Now you remember Friendly Squeezer, right? Yes. Do you remember Finley's, America's Restaurant? Uh, no. There was one, you know where the, the I, I'm not sure exactly where it was, but it was, I think, where the uh, Taco Bell was at the South Mall. It was Finley's American Restaurant. Okay, yeah, we never ventured. That was... Well, that was where whew. we always went, you know. You're invited to summer barbecue. Bring the family, taste, and different difference, you'll agree. These are the best tasting barbecue dinners anywhere. Ribs, steak, pork chopped kebab. I feel like back then, like restaurants really gave you like shittier food. Like good food, but like worse for you. You know? Yeah, yeah. No one was health conscious and no one was now everyone has a chef. 
Yeah. No matter where you go, there's a chef. There yeah. was just like ah, whatever grandma used to cook. That's what they make. So, have you ever heard of Lord Barrington's clam bake? It was Wednesday and Fridays, six ninety five, eleven a.m. to ten p.m. That's a, it's a, almost twelve hours, seven that's, days a week. Yeah. Uh, is where it, is this, and is, is it still functioning? It's close to our current building. It's Airport Road and Norbath Boulevard, which is like right up the street from us. Yeah. Then I found this. This this was crazy. The huh. show to see this summer. Fantasy on Ice, live on stage. International gold medalists and variety acts. Don't miss this ice skating spectacular. Tuesday through Sunday at Memory Town, USA. And it's like in Mount Pocono. and It's in the Poconos. Man, it looks like some sexy ice skating thing. Ooh. The New Heritage Inn, Gourmet Dining at its Finest, Tavern on the Lake, Brick Oven Pizza, Clam City Squeezer, American Indian Heritage Museum, plus a unique shopping extravaganza of gifts and craft shop, rides and thrills for kids of all ages. Memory Town, USA. Never heard of this. Got to dig more into what that was. Did you know, Squeezer, that there was a restaurant inside JCPenney's? Uh, wait, was that the, yes, yes, there was. Where was it? Uh. I saw the restaurant at JCPenney's and an ad for it. Lea Valley Mall, where value shopping meets great dining. Specials for Friday, July 29th through Wednesday, August 3rd. Serve from 11 a.m. till close. Friday, uh, it was, I mean, I won't read them all to you, but, man, it's specials. Breakfast specials served Monday through Saturday. Two eggs, grilled home fries, bacon, and toast and jelly. 99 cents. Mm. Open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Sunday, 11 a.m. to 4.30. I'm trying to think where... I, I might be getting my... I don't remember. I think I'm my, thinking my, of the, the I, hot dog place. I, I gotta remind me tomorrow. I gotta call my aunt Anita. She worked at J.C. Penney's back then. She could tell me about this. It's a full restaurant squeezer. Hot roast beef sandwich served with whipped potatoes and vegetables. Three dollars seventy-five cents. What the hell? Why yeah. would that ever go away? That's what I'm saying. Roast sliced turkey served uh, over filling. Going two to J.C. Penney. Could you imagine our guys? We go to J.C. Penney's every day for dinner. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're at Whitehall doing a football game. Well, we're going to JCPenney. <laughs> so I found that. Uh, what else did I get? I think that's it with restaurants. I found this ad for wall-to-wall sound. We've talked about it all the time. It was also wall-to-wall sound and video and listening booth was the other restaurant. But the there was a wall-to-wall sound and video at Crest Plaza. That was the one behind my house. Lehigh Valley Mall, which turned into the wall, which turned into FYE. And the Lehigh Valley Mall had a listening booth, too. And they're selling um, stair- compact disc players, uh, car stereos, cass- uh, portable cassette recorders, digital keyboards, answering machine squeezer, VHS camcorders, uh, cas- personal cassette 
And there was, it wasn't expensive. AM FM cassette personal stereo with headphones uh, from Sharp for twenty four ninety nine. Hmm. That seems. I mean, recent. that was at eighty eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's still like fifty bucks back then. I guess, but it was nine dollars for. Uh... Oh, these are these are uh, 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 soundtracks, uh, but it was sixty dollars for an answering machine. Seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like a standalone? Yeah, standalone unit. Yeah. So uh, uh, a V... Was, it, was, that, was that still tape-based back then, or...? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So the Magnavox uh, VHS HQ VCR with on-screen programming, 279... On sale from four forty nine. Yeah, so it was crazy. But um, that was nineteen eighty eight. Seeing Bambi and uh, falling asleep. I remember like we're like ah oh, we 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 go play in the playground, which is still up there. I think it's like swings. And then we threw we throw the Nerf ball around, even though I don't think you're allowed to do that. And then we like get like sit or, sit outside in a blanket outside my dad's Bronco. And oh, you sat outside it. You didn't just. Uh... Yeah, at first, and then like we'd all fall asleep out there, and they lift us into the mm. back of the Bronco, the tailgate. Gotcha. And then my parents would sit out on the blanket and enjoy. A battery's not included while we slept. Oh, nice. Yeah, I would have stuck it. Well, I know we had a. I couldn't stay for the second movie because there's a show tonight. But mm. uh, yeah, I was, I was Batman. 89. I, I was. Yeah, I don't need her watching Batman eighty nine just yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's not quite ready for because then she'd be walking around the house just spray painting everything and <laughs> and cutting low torching paintings yeah. on the wall. And, yeah. yeah. All right, Squeezer, your fourth pick. Oh, a uh, uh, disclaimer here. This is a this is a, a vulgar one. I edited what I could, and but it's nothing worse than what you will actually be able to hear on Peacock if you'd wish to watch. Oh. The Dudley Boys are in the house and just turned up the heat a little bit more than normal. So if I was you, I'd sit down and shut the fuck up. Oh boy. Just being in this miserable piece of shit city makes me fucking sick. We got some shit in a Hawaiian shirt down here. Can we please be a little more politically correct? We got a mom in the front row who taught her daughter how to And yeah, right there is when the woman spits in Bubba Ray's face and he spits back at her. Oh, yep, there it was. Is that the girl who's going to the party? This is too much Where was this at? 
Uh, this was Dayton, Ohio. Ah, yeah, invention. Yes. Uh, yes, the old uh, the heat wave incident uh, from Heat Wave '99. Uh, now it it's been played up over the years and looked back on like, oh, I can't believe that happened. At the time, it was really just another Dudley Boys promo. Yeah, right. I had I had a party at my house for this. Like, I all my friends all came over to watch this. Yeah, this was the first ECW pay per view that yeah. my friends and I got. Um. And because uh, at the time, like, finally, it was like 99. We all had little part time jobs here, there, especially in the summer. So like, oh, we can afford. We chipped in. We got a pay-per-view together. And uh, this was something. So at that point, I hadn't been to uh, I hadn't been to an ECW house show. And uh, so I know the Dudleys were doing this shtick. They were doing this. Oh, so from town to town. Jeffrey got to see the Dudleys cut a promo live before you did. Yeah. Yeah, he took me in uh, 97 to Hamburg Fieldhouse. You bastard. Yeah, I mean, this this one, they did step it up a bit. Uh, it was a little more than usual. Also, uh, there was a lot of heat from this twofold. One, because it was on national pay-per-view now. It wasn't just a house show. When you would see them cut promos, and if they did it from a house show and it was recorded and played on hardcore TV... It was heavily edited and bleeped and stuff. Uh, but the fact that when he's talking about the young lady learning how to fillet gentlemen to, you know, from her mother. Right. He's talking about a little girl in the crowd. Well, why is there, there a little are, girl in the crowd? There are children all through the front row. There are little kids scattered. About, parents are losing their minds. Now, here's the thing. You should have known better. It's Dayton, Ohio. It's a W show. What's that? It's Dayton, Ohio. Their minds are all boiled from that convention every year. Well, yeah. Well, and and Bubba pretty much pointed that out. Um. So yeah, they got a lot of heat. They had to get escorted out of the building because the crowd wanted to kick their ass. Um. The match itself was kind of a mess. It was uh, so it was Spike and Balls Mahoney came out then, and it was just a nasty brawl. And and not really. And I am an ECW fan. You know, I love it, and I do appreciate that kind of wrestling. But this is almost it's a little outside my wheelhouse when it's just uh, the bang. It admittedly and started going down the tube in '99. Yeah. As soon oh, as yeah. the Dudley boys left for WWF, it was over. Yeah, they left, and then shortly thereafter, then Taz went, and I thought Taz and went also, first. Didn't Taz go first? Uh, no, no. The Taz left because because Taz was still. They left. Dudley boys left shortly after this. Yeah. Um. And Taz was already in Taz, WWF. No, Taz didn't come in until. Because he defended the title. He was still Yeah, but he went and defended the champion here. He went and got the champion back when Mike Awesome went to WCW. Yes. He came back. Then he wrestled Tommy Dreamer for it. Then Dreamer. That was, so this was like a year later, I think. That went all down. Mm. So, yeah, it was like 99, I think, when Taz would have left, too. Because then Dreamer beat Taz for the title. Then Just Incredible beat Dreamer for the title right after it. 
Makes sense. It all starts to run together. And it's also hard when you watch the show when it was randomly, sporadically on WGTW Channel 48. Yeah. When you weren't quite sure when. And it was heavily edited from weeks and across the board. You never knew when shit was really going down. Um, but so that it was an ugly brawl. It was violent. Uh, the cheese grater came out. Then uh, after ball, oh, there's a big uh, like twenty foot uh, dive from Spike. Uh, yeah, Taz didn't go to WWF till December nineteen ninety nine. When did the Dudleys go? I thought that was uh, that's a good. Anyway, there's a, a botched table spot at the end where they lit the tables and Bubba goes to powerbomb Balls Mahoney through the table and literally just clips hit the back of Ball's head on the table and then just slams the rest of his shoulders and neck into the mat and just lays him out. It was it was that was ugly. And then New Jack comes out, clears the ring, uh and they celebrate. But there were some good actually wrestling good actual wrestling matches. On it, um, Chris Chetty and Nova uh, defeat Danny Doring and Roadkill with a uh, Alita, who was still in uh, mm. ECW at the time. She was there for she was Angelica. She mm. was there for just a brief stint. Um, uh, Jazz defeated Jason Knight. And that's whatever. Wasn't she Miss Congeniality? Uh, super... What's that? Wasn't she Miss Congeniality, Alita? Oh uh, yeah, that was yep, that was her. Uh, super crazy little Guido. Uh, that's always a great matchup. Uh, then uh, Tommy Dreamer was hurt, so he had this whole bit with Steve Carino, and then he got into a Steve Carino, but then it turned into uh, Francine with the Hurricane DDT and pins him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Steve Carino does a job to Francine, which then Tajiri comes out, takes out Dreamer, puts him in a tarantula, then Taz comes out and then attacks Tajiri, and that becomes your heavyweight championship main event on the spot. And that's what the the one thing I loved about ECW pay-per-views and shows like that was like the fluidity of them. Like just you run in and all of a sudden, boom, you had a match. Now is it, or we're doing this now. Uh, And it was a great setup. Like it wasn't just your typical, this guy enters, this guy enters, you have your match. No, like the whole task to jury match was set up with dreamer. And that also gave you Jack victory and Rhino out there. So they were in the spot. And then total schmoz at the end um, where I wasn't quite sure if they knew how they were going to. I don't think they wanted – they didn't want to squash Tajiri just yet because they mm-hmm. wanted him to still be that Japanese buzzsaw and dangerous. So Taz ripped the barbed wire from the entrance and then wrapped it around Tajiri's neck and got him in a Taz mission and choked him out with the barbed wire. But the whole time – they were on pay-per-view, and they were also going to TNN, and they were worried about the perception of violence. So the whole time you hear Joey, who was saying it on intercom, or not on intercom, but saying it on air, but as if he's saying it on intercom, just stay wide, stay wide. And you could tell it was done purposely. Mm. Like they, Like, it wasn't like they're like, oh, this is too violent, we can't, no, no. They knew it was too violent. It was the Tarantino effect. It's like the yeah. the violence off screen. And it would look By, fake if they zoomed in. 
Yeah, by by keeping it wide, not only do they hide the fact that it wasn't that violent, but they can also give you the perception that it is so violent, we can't even get tight enough to show you that this is so wrong. Mm-hmm. And it worked for it. It worked. And then your main event is uh, RVD uh, teaming up with rival uh, Jerry Lynn to take on the Impact players Lance Storm and Justin Credible. And that's uh, it ends with, uh, you got your double shot. RVD hits the... Van Damanier right into a cradle pile driver. Uh, one, two, three. Boom. They went. It was a good, good match. There was some actual good matchups. It wasn't just like, like you know, shit wrestling. And watching watching Taz and Tajiri is great because Taz can suplex anyone. He did, fucking did it to Bam Bam Bigelow. But when you have a little guy like Tajiri, it's so much fun because he just whips him. Yeah, and it, it's cool to watch. Yeah, CTE back then was fun to watch. Yeah, oh my god. The chair shots were just wrong. I watch it now, I'm like, no, stop this. All right, my 25th summer memory. Even people who love potato chips are surprised at how good Keebler's Oh Boise's taste. Oh, Oh Boise's are oisterous. They're bubbly, crackly, roisterous. So full of Idaho potato taste. Oh, Boise's are oisterous. Made by the Keebler Elves. Oh, Boise's potato snack chips in original and sour cream and onion. So bubbly, crackly, so Idaho potato-y, you'll say... Glorious, notorious, delicious, and uproarious. The Keebler's Oh, Boise's and... Oh, Boise's are oisterous. Oh man, a boy! I remember when uh, a Boise's were a chip that was made by uh, Keebler when Keebler made snack food squeezer. It wasn't just Lay's and all the Pennsylvania chip companies. It was uh, Lay's, Keebler, and uh, Anheuser Busch under Eagle Snack Brand making Eagle Snack Brand making chips, and um, these were uh, like. I don't know. They were oddly fried, so they were like bubbly and crackly, and they were really delicious. And I just remembered, like these were—they must have been cheap, because my parents bought them. They bought them in tater skins all the time. You still there? Oh yeah, I'm thinking of what my dad. My well, my dad would get pretzels in a box. Yeah. My parents didn't have a good box uh, snack guy. I'm sure they would have bought from them. So, uh, but like when you go out and run and play with your friends, I just remember coming in and like, you'd go right to NES and it was like right to NES, like Kool-Aid juice boxes, NES. And like the snack of choice usually was a big basket of O'Boise's and you just tear through those chips. Something Mm. about the summer and running out and playing in the yard for like five hours coming in to play Nintendo or watch TV and just having like a juice box and some O'Boise's or tater skins or rippled Pringles or all the old chips. So much, just so much salt. Oh yeah. Salt and trans fat. Mm. Yeah. Back in the good old days when, when shit was real. Lard. But that's it. That was a quick memory. I know I spent a lot of time on my last pick. I wanted to talk my last pick. I just remember Having the snacks out and the Eagle Snack Mix, which was uh, Anheuser-Busch logo pretzels, Anheuser-Busch logo bacon cheddar crackers, and honey roasted peanuts. And my dad and I were the biggest fans uh, of Eagle Snack Mix. We loved that shit. I got I got That reminds me. I got to stop on my way in. I got to refill the drawer. 
What drawer? My arsenal of my 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 desk drawer, the one that's full of just nothing but honey roasted peanuts. Oh. All right, Squeezer, your last a pick of the night, your twenty fifth summer memory. So the winning run is at second base with two out, three and two to Mookie Wilson. Little roller up along first, behind the bag, it gets through Buckner. Here comes Knight and the Mets win it. Know what poor old Bill could have used? What's that? Some Velcro on his ball. Yeah, probably. Poor bastard. He didn't deserve all the shit that he took. No. And um I think you're I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So and I, I this occurred to me because we just got a, a set and they're the exact same as they were when we had them as kids. Although we had this conversation with my myself and uh, my in-laws and Mrs. Squeeze. And it's like, aren't they smaller? I'm like, no, no, we're just bigger now. Like, but the, the, the catch and toss, if you want to give it any kind of name, because it, it, this isn't something you can like patent. And it's funny because I have, I went through and I was looking at all these different, like I was looking at all the U.S. patents for uh, Velcro catch games. Mm-hmm. And it's insane how many there are. Um, so your your traditional one of like the two, like not even the mitt, because they do make ones that are like little baseballs and mitts that are Velcro. But the the circular flat, you know, catch pad and your your ball. And it's I guess you can't call it Velcro. That's brand name. We'll, we'll be proper here. Hook and loop, if you will. I don't mm-hmm. want to. You know, cause any problems legally. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and you just throw the ball back and forth and catch it. But I, I, I've, the closest I could find is people were – the guys were developing ideas like this going back into, like, the 30s um, for, like, a, a kind of game – not necessarily, like, a hook-and-loop Velcro thing, but another kind of, like, catch game along those ways. And then in, in the 60s, they started popularizing different ideas. And in the 70s, 80s, 90s, they were all trying to the, the take that basic game uh, with just the tennis ball and the Velcro pads and find a way to, like, modify it. So there's, like, one I found. Which one is this? Uh, the one I found where there is uh, uh, knee pads and wrist pads. Uh, mm. That was initially developed by uh, Earl Barnes in uh, 1985. Where you just have the same ball that you would throw to the disc, but this time you have knee pads and wrist and elbow pads, and you have to try to catch it on your knees and elbows. That's it was strange. a hot it was a hot seller. Oh really? No, I don't. Yeah, I didn't think that would be. Uh, you could if you want uh, the the its current it expired. It expired in uh, two thousand five. So I could get the feel free to... for it and start selling it again. Yeah, get the patent and start selling it again. Uh, in uh, in in '94, they came up with this one where it's kind of like a. I don't know. I I I'm still trying to figure out by the definition, and the the images, but something where you kind of bounce it back and forth. But there's unlike a, a pad, but then there's little things where it could stick to. 
I don't know. That patent also expired. Uh, but then my, my favorite one, and this actually only expired in 2013, so you can jump for this one, uh, was filed in 93. And it's the, the same receiver, if you will, like the, uh, the, 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 the circular catcher, um, but the ball now instead is inserted into a Frisbee. So you throw like the disc, like a Frisbee, but it has a Velcro ball on top or bottom. So it looks like a little spaceship. Mm-hmm. And now you have to try to catch it with your little catcher pad thingy. But you have to do it from like the cat top or bottom. So you have to like swat down or swat up and, and try to catch it that way. Huh. Yeah. Uh, these are, I would say these things were always relegated to, like, picnics and events. Like, you got it, like, like us. We have it. They played with it, like, once or twice. And I think it's, like, at her birthday when we had people over. It's not something that you normally always played with. I probably played with it more than they have. Just walk around the backyard, tossing up in the air and catching it. And I feel like such a man, because I caught a ball in a Velcro circle. But, like, this was one of those, like, go-to things that, like, it would go in with the pool toys or it would go to the beach or it would just go to, like, the church picnic or whatever was going on to give the kids something else. to do. The drive-in, perhaps. It was, like, that, that one of those default summer activities you can throw in just to keep the kids busy for five minutes. Right. Now, if they had one that was a ball inside a Frisbee, maybe I could see that on ESPN3 as well. <laughs> yeah, that definitely is a drive-in uh, toy. Uh, the ball, the the gr- the pink and green uh, hook and loop. To, yeah, as Squeezer would say. Yeah, yes, hook and loop. Because your odds of you know, because you're not throwing a baseball, and the odds of you missing it are, are very slim. So, well, it depends. Yeah. All right. Well, that is. Everything in two plus hours of some more summer memories. We've given you fifty summer memories between the two of us, Squeezer, huh? Wow. I, and I have more to go. Yeah, we're we'll be back, of course, next summer with summer memories six and the summer after that <laughs> with seven and eight and nine and ten and you know, until you get sick of us. But you know, if you're not sick of us, what you can do to help us out is write a review on uh, Apple Podcasts and rate us if you ha- if you listen on Apple Podcasts and tell us if you actually like the impression so you help my self-esteem. I'm asking you to feed my ego. Please. Please, Vince, Vince. Damn it. Come on, God damn it, Feed it. God fucking feed it. Feed that ego. Uh, what's our next week's show, Squeezer? I don't know. I deleted my list. My fucking... God. It was an accident. Luckily, I have it handy. I, it, not that handy. Uh, here it is. But every time it's like it's like a shared one, so every time I update it, it goes back up to the top. So I have to scroll and find where the fuck I. All right. So what did we do this week? Uh, summer memories five. It was supposed to be summer blockbusters. Oh. <laughs> Alright. So next week. Alright, well, we'll just. Alright, we'll just delete this and start over. Yeah, it's just, I, I wonder, because I thought you said Summer Blockbusters at first. That's what you said to me first. And then. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was Summer Memories. No, Summer Blockbusters. 
uh, Summer Blockbusters next week, and then Summer Television, then Up All Night, and then we got to pre-record some shows. We'll be off during Music Fest with a pre-recorded show. Still have a show. We just won't have a live one for you on YouTube, but we don't have many people on anyway for live shows. Now, athletes go to Hollywood, wrestlers included, the dog show. Then all of September, we are talking 1994. Squeezer, that takes us through the summer. We're almost done. Ooh, I don't like that. Neither do I. I feel like summer just started. Yeah, it's going way too fast. Well, guys, thank you for listening. That's all we have for you this week. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. And I'm Bernadette Squeezer's lunch lady. <laughs> oh, I miss him. I wish I could see him in person. Goodbye, everybody. Don't forget to go on the <laughs> interweb and rate them and help us eat. I know Squeezer needs it. Feed the ego like lunch lady used to feed Squeezer. That's it. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> I, neither is healthy. No, it really isn't.